All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. Yo, on this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, we're breaking down the whole NBA playoffs. The Boston Celtics are looking like deer in headlights. The Pelicans are flying into the second round. Come on, Pelicans! The Cavs are on pace to beat the Pacers. And Hurricane Rubio is devastating Oklahoma City. On this edition of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, Drew, kick that shit! Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Gluteus. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard something like this before. Like this before. Like this before. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? Yo, it's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. Episode 31. 31. I already know who my 31 is, Drew. Give me give me the 31, dog. Well, who's it, do you want to say your 31 first or you want me to go off of Bones, Brent Berry. It Brent should Berry. be the Brent Berry okay. episode, but go. So, alphabetically, he is like the first 31 that shows up because it's first. Fuck alphabetically, <laughs> Drew. Um Shane Battier, uh, war number 31. Mm-hmm. You remember Zelmo Beatty? No, not no. at all. <laughs> Um, someone that, that Do you remember Zelmo Beatty? I don't. Okay. I thought maybe either. you might. Alright, nah. Uh Adonal Foyle? Yeah, one thousand percent. He's a ballerina now. You're gonna you're gonna laugh at this one. Darko Milicic. One thousand percent. Uh Sean Marion. Okay. The Matrix. Alright. Um obviously Reggie Miller. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, who I really just don't like. I don't like him as a player. I never really liked him at all. So this is not going to be his episode. Can this be the Brent Berry episode, please? I still got a couple more episodes. Okay, go, go. Kurt go. Rambis. Eh. Classic Laker. Okay. Malik Rose. Shout out to no ACLs, both me's. Yeah. Uh, and then Jason Terry. JT the Jet. Yeah. Jason okay. Terry, number 31. I, I'm cool with it being the Brent Berry episode. Okay, so cool. So this could be Bones. Cool. Uh, the only white guy to ever dunk from the free throw line... In a dunk contest, I'm pretty sure. Maybe maybe Tom Chambers, the only other guy that I can mm, think of. Brent did it legit. Brent. So this is the number episode 31. This is Brent Berry. The episode. Brent Berry episode. The reason why they call him Bones is he did the uh, he did the dunk contest in his warm ups. Right. Nobody's ever done that. He was so skinny. He and dunked he was from so the free cold. throw line. Yeah. In his in his warm in his warm ups. Damn. Because he was so skinny. That's pretty awesome. And Brent Berry is my boy. That's, he is. Uh, yeah. You were ball boy for the Clippers. Yeah, that? that was my guy. And I actually ran into Brent Berry during All-Star Weekend, and we talked about the old times. Like, I remember when he won that dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won it, and I, I think it was like 50, 50 racks at that time. 
Nice. Um, that they won, and then I did school that following Tuesday. Um, and and uh, Brent had bought a brand new Benz, drop top Benz. There you go. And we all went. We went to lunch to make. Uh, actually, it was Jerry's Deli. We went to Jerry's Deli in uh, Marina del Rey. Nice. Jerry's Deli is delicious. Oh my god, it's so great! If you've never been to Jerry's Deli, go. It's fantastic. It's go. a Staple in Los Angeles. Hey yo, it's a follow through the clips and Drew. It's episode thirty one. This is the Brent Berry, aka Bones, episode. Yep. We are covering the playoffs, which have been insane. Drew. Unbelievable playoffs so right? far. It is Sunday night. We just watched the Cavs hold off the Pacers mm-hmm. in Game Four. Uh, to take the W, even that series 2-2. We're not going to start there, though. We've been drinking all day. Let it's them been know. A full, it's been a full weekend right. of playoffs, right. and the only thing that, that coincides with a full day, of, full weekend of playoffs, is a full smattering of alcohol. Right. Honey, do you think KFC's still open? Um, we've been doing well, though. We, we've been having some whiskeys, a couple, couple whiskey drinks, mm-hmm. a couple vodka drinks, a couple lager drinks, a couple cider drinks. <laughs> For those that remember that song. And we're on beer right now. Yeah, that would be the lager drink. But here we go. Um, So I do want to start with the series that's completely over at this point. The only series to be done. Mm -hmm. The last one that we thought would be this quick. The Pelicans against the Blazers. Man, we didn't see that shit coming. Swept that team right out of the playoffs. Yo, they were killing Portland. Anthony Davis and mostly the the coming out party of Drew Holiday. Dropping 40 points. (laughs) Dropping 30 points, holding Dame to like nothing. Uh, every single ESPN reporter thought that the Portland Trailblazers were going to come out of that series, all 22 of them. All in, and, us it, included. and then you and I both yes. also thought that yes. was going to happen as well. And uh, they just said, uh, you know, fuck that. We're going to take this over. Drew and I both said that without Boogie Cousins, they possibly won't make it to the playoffs. Right. And then they make it to the playoffs and they sweep. Yeah, we, you thought Portland was going to take it in seven games. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be six. I mm-hmm. thought for sure it was going to be a, a really good series to watch, a tight matchup. But the Pelicans blew him out of the water. Hey, dude, playoff Rondo. Yeah. Drew Holiday literally made his name. Drew Holiday. It's about time, though, too. It, he's, it a, took, he's a baller. He can ball. He's a baller. And for, for those that don't think Anthony Davis is the real deal, oh like, God. yo, this cat is the real fucking deal. Doing everything out there. Right. Blocking shots, making steals. What we did say, hitting though. threes. What we did say, though, Drew, is this. Like, if, if, if the Pelicans are going to win. Yeah. That they're going to have to ride Anthony yeah. Davis like Clydesdale. We didn't expect Rondo and Drew Holiday no. to be as good as no. they were, to be quite honest. No. I don't think anyone did. No. Honestly, like you, you, when you look at that matchup, the backcourt, you're thinking for sure CJ and Dame were going to get their points. They're going to get their rocks off. And then that just didn't happen. They shut them down. Um, and and then don't no way, you, they had no answer for Anthony Davis. Don't you find it funny, like after game three, and I told you this, uh-huh. like Dame in a press conference said, like, yo, they didn't let me get the rock, whatever defense they were playing. Right. Like, he admitted it. He admitted it. And it's like, yo, if if you're admitting that shit, if I'm the Pelicans, Let's I'm going to do the same yeah. thing. Let's game plan for that one right. time. We'll do that. We'll just re-up. It's obviously frustrating. We Also, someone we didn't mention is uh, Shaven Nikola Miritich. Uh-huh. The beardless <laughs> huge, wonder. Huge. Uh, who looks, I think he looks like if, if James Harden shaved his beard, mm-hmm. I think he would look a lot like Miritich. <laughs> Personally. Okay. I think they have a very similar facial structure. Uh, he's not a pretty man without no. that beard. No. Uh, but he has a pretty game without that beard. He's dropping. He's. I think he's averaging close to 25 a game um, and, and doing everything right. He's, he was efficient as hell throughout the series. Mm-hmm. I think he shot close to 60% from the field, and he's shooting threes. Yep. He's doing everything. I, I honestly, like, he's he seems to be fitting with their game plan and making their offense so potent 
more so than Boogie was back back when Boogie was healthy, man. This is an unbelievable uh, trade that they were able to make the Pelicans on Pick trade up. deadline, yeah. the deadline deal trade. Yeah. Um, and it, what a, what a move to put their franchise right where they want them to be. And let, let's talk about Rondo for a minute. Sure. I mean, Rondo got lost after after Boston, right? Yeah. Um, Chicago didn't even want him. In, right. They sent him home. They said, "Don't even just please don't even come to practice." Crazy. Um, who was the team? He was on Sacramento, Sacramento. and Sacramento just didn't work out. He was I mean, on Dallas before that. Dallas, like. Th- there's obviously he and Carlisle did not get along. Yeah, either. I mean it's obvious that Rondo doesn't get along with some people. Yes. It's obvious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, this isn't a. It's not a question. Like he this seems is to real- like Al- Alvin Gentry for whatever reasons. He and Gentry seem to be getting on on the right foot, and he seems to really love to play with Anthony Davis. He does as 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 most pass first point guards would love. You know, you you can give him the ball, and, and he's he gonna get. An assist pretty much every time you get him the ball in the right spot. If you so. can throw a, a one thing, Rondo's been great out his whole career is getting people the rock. Yeah, like he's he he's he is a legit point guard. He is in a in a league of people that are not point guards anymore. Yeah. Like legit for real. I'm a one guard. Yeah, I want to get everybody involved. Rondo is that guy, and yes. Rondo has that chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. that we all see. We see that. Yeah, it's visible, yes. And now we get to see Drew Holiday. Shine. Who is extremely talented. He's shining. He had 41 points last night, I know. Drew. I know. You know what's crazy about that is uh, the previous franchise record for points in a game for the Pelicans, formerly the, the Hornets, was David West had 38 points in one game. <laughs> and then both Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday in one game break that. break that record. Right. That's crazy. Um, so they're looking real strong. We don't need to spend too much time talking about them because they're moving on. Yeah, I want to spend a little time talking about the Blazers. No, I do too. I because do too. something went wrong there. Something went a little haywire. Well, you said it in previous podcasts. is like, yo, they perform really well in the regular season. Yeah. And then when it comes to the playoffs, look, dude. They kind of shy away sometimes. They shy away. And you can't just have two yeah. dudes like Dame and CJ mm-hmm. be the only dudes. Like, like – uh, the Pelicans in New Orleans have they got so many other guys. Everyone's stepping up that are contributing. Right now. Yes, right? exactly. Yes. Now it helps having an Anthony Davis, who Obviously. I hope everybody listening to this podcast realize how amazing this guy really he's unbelievable. is. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. It the, the the level of play that he's he's going out at every night um, is remarkable. If you're a Pelicans fan, this this has to be. How your, many Pelicans fans do you know that there are no Pelicans fans? Well, that's true. You, I, I would imagine people that just live in New Orleans are. Yeah, they should and be. And Kentucky fans are probably just really rooting for the Pelicans at this point, right? Rondo and AD both went to <sighs> Kentucky. Um, but anyway, so yeah, AD's killing it. Mm. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention was uh, when it, when we're going back to, to Portland, um, I just I can't get over how bad Dame Lillard looked. <laughs> This series, uh, I've never seen him underperform. They locked you were him talking up. about uh, how they kind of shy away, which is like it, it would be really interesting to, to to see this game, this series play out if the Pelicans were the three seed and Portland was the six, mm-hmm. because I think like we, like we we're saying, uh, there's some type of underdog mentality that they that they really get akin to. Like we're 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 the ones game that, thrives on that, right? right. And, and but in this scenario, they were the favorite. Everyone was picking them to win, and then they just they just couldn't do it. Do you think? Like all the rumors right now are Terry Stotts mm-hmm. might be fired, which I think is ridiculous. Do you do you think he should be no, fired? Not at all. He's a great coach. Not at all. Uh, the players let him down. His game plan seemed to be on point. They, you know, th- you, there's not much you can do as a coach when your best players are just nowhere to be found. Right. 
so we both agree he should stay on. <clears throat> Do you think that they should try and trade CJ or Dame? You obvi- it's obvious that you need somebody else in the mix. Instead of like instead of trying to keep th- that nucleus, those I, two, and try and gr- bring a third piece in, I, you think it may be easier to just trade one of those guys? No, I say you keep that backcourt. Okay, and you you, you gotta you, go try and get somebody yeah, else. whether yeah. it's in the draft or you got to make moves. And I don't know, and I don't fact check. We don't we don't fact check really right now. But Neil O'Shea, who was the Clippers' old GM, I think he's still up in Portland. Mm-hmm. He's a really smart GM. I think he's still the I'm GM. I'm not sure who the GM. I'm not either, yeah. but. You got to make the moves. Look, dude, you need that small forward. You need somebody in the middle that's going to play defense. It's obvious. Like, dude, they got ran, Drew. The whole fucking series, they got ran. There was nothing close about anything. That's true. You know what I mean? That is true. I mean, so the first game was only a two point game, but outside of that, like, it just, it felt like the Pelicans were owning the series throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't have Drew Holiday getting 41 and and Anthony Davis getting 47. Expect to beat that team. Nah, you're not going to get that. All right. So uh, I, I personally think that there's a, there's still a chance to keep Dame and CJ on this roster and make something happen here. The tough sell is Portland as a city and as a destination. So, like, they they even tried to recruit Mello to their team last year, last offseason, and that was a failure. Mello literally chose Oklahoma yeah. over Portland, <laughs> which is a big fucking statement in my mind. I mean, granted, you know, they had the MVP in, in Russell Westbrook, and Paul George was there, so I understand the attractions that it's were there. It's a smart bet. But still, like... Mello would have had a, a much easier path and a better role automatically with Portland. He's, he's the natural three there. He doesn't have to compete with Paul George for the same uh, position in minutes. And who's their three in Portland? Uh, I think it's Aminu. Al-Farouk Aminu. Or Evan Turner. Either one of those Either guys. one. Those yeah. aren't the guys, though. Right. They're exactly. not the guys. So, But I, I do think that there's going to be some exploration here. I think Portland definitely should uh, see what, what Dame's trade value on the market is. See what CJ's trade You're value is. You're talking about trading market. Dame? I need to, they need to look they need to look and if they can find something that that really does make sense while you hold on to one of those pieces then yeah maybe you go ahead and pull the trigger i think if it makes sense i think it's everybody else but dame dame has obviously but the fingers are all pointing at him after this series yeah but you can't do everything it's the same shit he didn't do shit though like it's not like he tried to do everything yeah yeah he got shook like he was hesitant he wasn't he wasn't playing the same game, right. um, and that's something that we haven't seen out of him. Not the same ever. game, Dame. There you go. That's what I'm saying. All right, so I think that's pretty much it for that series. The Pelicans, well fucking done. Uh, Blazers, step your shit up, man. I'm looking forward to to round two, probably with whoever the they face. Warriors. So that's who. That's actually the series we're going to roll into okay. right now. Let's go. The whoever wins between the Warriors and Spurs, yeah, whoever wins, <laughs> uh, will be playing the Pelicans in the next round. Mm. Uh, the Warriors lost the first game of the series today to the Spurs. Finally. Uh, they're up 3-1. They go back to uh, Oakland. I think the next game will probably be on Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. We, we, I mean, I had a theory about this particular game. So um, at the back end of game three of that series, both Sean Livingston and Kevin Durant rolled their ankles pretty yep. significantly. Yep. And we already know that Steph is still injured and hasn't played a postseason game. And so they far. said, Drew, that like there's really no timetable. He might not be in the second I round. I want to get into that, okay. too. But in specifically for this game and kind of an explanation as to why perhaps the Warriors lost, I, I thought that it was a good idea for them to lose this game to give Steph some more time to rest. Give Ke- you Kevin, say throw a game. I, I was calling for them to intentionally lose this game. <laughs> and, you know, obviously when when I said that, uh, on Twitter, I was looking more for them to just rest Kevin Durant and rest Clay Thompson, rest Draymond, and let them, and literally just let them 
sit there and, and relax so that mm. they didn't have to possibly get injured themselves. They didn't do that. They went out to try, it looked like to try and close the series. They didn't play very well. Uh, and they lost, uh, you know, the Spurs looked good. Um, obviously since our last podcast, uh, you know, Greg Popovich's wife has passed, which is really, really sad. And yeah, he hadn't, he hasn't coached the last two games because nope. of that. So I do think that there was, even if the Warriors came out at full blast, I think there still would have been an aspect of, we want to win one for pop, right. uh, from the Spurs in this game. And they did that. So they, they showed, they showed out really well. At home. Gonna go back and you, to need open. Pro- you need to protect home court. Yeah. Right. And, uh, now they're not going to get swept, which is nice. And it does actually end up giving Steph a couple extra days before they have to roll into that Pelican series, which, now we can talk about Steph because in that series, once that starts, once we really get into it, we're going to see how big of a miss he is when Rondo and Drew Holiday are kind of uh, trying to run need havoc Steph. on the backcourt. They're going to need Steph. I agree. Because Anthony Davis in the middle yeah. is going to hurt them. Yeah. I, and Draymond's going to have his hands full with that And one. he's going to be in foul trouble. They're yeah. going to have to bring everybody off the Jordan bench. Jordan Bell, yeah. Kevon Looney. Yeah. They'll probably give Kevin Durant probably a couple goes at AD. I'm excited for that matchup, actually. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. But we're not going to talk about the second round yet. We're still going to roll on. We definitely think the Warriors are going to win yeah, game five home. and wrap it up. Yeah. And then move on to the next round. So that not, not too much to talk about there. Uh, I do want to roll into my favorite series so far. Go for it. The Sixers against the Heat. Man. That's my favorite playoff series Man. so far. Um, the Heat. Yo, that's some real shit right there. That's the shit that we've been waiting for. This is, yeah. So this is kind of getting back to the nitty gritty of right. like, you know, 90s playoff basketball mm-hmm. where these teams really don't seem to like each other. They don't. And they're constantly getting into little scuffles and confrontations. This is the stuff that we love to see, the intensity yep. of the playoffs. Yep. Um, the, the Sixers are good, man. Uh, they're up 3-1 in this series. Um, you know, Miami, Miami did get one game back. Uh, that game two was such a big win. They've been close though, dog. But then they lost both games yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Sixers are going to go home and wrap this up. Uh, they're going to win the next game and move on to the next round. Uh, What's impressive to me though. Yeah. And everybody's talking about Ben Simmons. We've been talking about Ben Simmons he's a all year. He's, he's a, a killer, killer and he's right? Still, he's still killing. But what I what I watch, bro, is I watch in the post game conference, you know, or post game press conference. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this dude's holding himself like he's been in the league for fucking ten years. Yeah, he looks like a vet. He looks like a vet. The dude's poise, and we say this so many times on the podcast. Yeah. And I think poise is such a big word to yes. use because a lot of players don't have it. His poise yeah. is it's something ridiculous. That you, it's, it, usually it's something that you acquire with time mm. and with experience. You gain poise. But he he naturally seems to have Right. That. And then Drew, like, let's be real. This dude's 20. He's 20. 20 years he's old. a child. To me, and Got you, a triple-double. Chi- triple-double. Yeah. And he's literally owning the court. Yeah. Um, and be... The phantom of the process. Yeah. He made his return in game three and four, and he's he's just so much fun to watch, man. He, the mask looks hilarious. It looks like he could literally go snowboarding. He doesn't want that shit on his head either. He, he hates doesn't it. Want, hates he's pulling it, it off, right. off off his head and up above, like wearing it like a hat as much as he can. Justice Winslow stepped on that motherfucker like it was yeah. like it was a leaf. I would be doing the same shit, by the way. But he didn't know they they literally have 20, 20 yeah. spares Dude, in the back. Yeah, I, I, if 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 Pat Riley doesn't personally. Give him the fifteen thousand dollars to cover that fine. Uh, what are we really doing here? Because that's that's the competitive side of this series, man. James Jones is a fighter, uh, and he's not backing down from shit. Ben Simmons isn't backing down. Dragic, this this whole nobody Bellinelli and Dragic are right. bringing into it. Like right. I, f- I fucking love it. So 
Um, this I, is the playoffs, people. I really want it's this series. It's the playoffs. And I, because of that, I really want this series to go seven. I want as many games as I'd this, love for it to happen. But I do think that the Sixers are going to win it next game and then be done. Yeah, I you know, I agree. But it's like, yo, Flash, we're seeing. Anything's possible. Vintage Dwayne Wade. Like, God, yo, he's killing it. He had another great this game. This is why Dwayne Wade go, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. This is why he's top five, if not top three, two guards ever to play in the NBA. No argument here. 36, Drew. He's 36 years old. And this cat is doing it like no nobody else is doing he it. Found, he found his reserves. Right. He found those reserves that he left stored in Miami. Yeah. Um, man, he's looking great. Um, and he's 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 doing but a great job. But they don't job. have enough. They don't they, they just don't got enough. We we see what's happening. Like we like Whiteside. Yep. You know, he's, but it's he's getting beat out by Embiid he, every he, every night. He's getting beat he's out. He's not he's not as good as Embiid. That's yep. just what it is. He um, thinks he's as good as Embiid. I think but defensively he has he has the capability to do stuff, but mm-hmm. Embiid's just mo- he's he's bigger. It's like I think he's literally taller than Whiteside, and he's moving so so well out there, and he's hitting threes. Like what what can you really do? Yeah, but I, I want to say this: uh, Embiid has had a lot of turnovers. Yeah, in so these has games. Simmons. Simmons has had a couple. Uh, okay, couple it games happens. Yeah. You know, Whiteside is nothing to be like fucked with. Literally, like yeah. he he's a big dude. He plays defense. But Embiid just has that thing. Yeah, Miami's best uh, blueprint to win is what they did in Game Two, and it's, it's that like suffocating team defense yep. and letting Simmons be able to dribble into the lane and kind of have no outlet. Mm-hmm. But now with Embiid on the floor, he he always has somewhere to, to pass that ball. And it seems to me, Drew, that like Simmons is hitting these shots in the key. He's like, been hitting some crazy like turnarounds crazy. off the wrong some, foot, some runners, yeah. That's true. <clears throat> and um, and the thing I like about Simmons is he's not backing down from any one of these cats. Because no. they don't like Simmons. James nope. Johnson doesn't like Simmons. Nobody on the Heat seems nah, to like you don't, anybody on the Sixers. No, nah, they don't like each other. But guess what? Simmons is playing it real cool. Yep. Like he's been there before. Yep. And this is what shows me that, like, yo, this dude's built for the NBA. He's ready for this shit. So, yeah, do you think do you think the Sixers are going to take care of business in the next game? Or do you think the Heat might take one? I think... If if they don't take care of it the next game, they're going to take care of it six maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. agree with that. Um, uh, last series before we hit our little break here, uh, I want to talk Rockets and T Wolves. <laughs> I'm never making a I'm never making a prediction. Well, hold on, again. your T Wolves like, they, they covered they covered some ground here. Yeah, fine. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Remembered that he left his balls in Minnesota. He forgot to pack them. Hey, yo, the Wolves been looking like some a pack of puppies. Yeah, homie. for real. A uh, pu- puppies. Puppies, bro. Uh, <laughs> they. So yeah, he found those when he went back home. Um, found he, his nuts. Yeah, he was able to bring those to the arena. Um, he played. He played really good in Game Three. The whole the whole Minnesota team played really well. It's about time. I definitely see, I saw this game. I think I, I saw it, uh, the Rockets winning in five. Let me no, I had a Rockets in six. Mm-hmm. You did have Minnesota in seven, which God. is still a real possibility. It's still there. It's the Rockets are up two to one in the series, and so this next game in Minnesota is a huge pivotal game. And if the Rockets can fucking, or if the T Wolves can come out of that. And even the series, it's a three-game series, but anything's possible. I completely agree with you, Drew. And the yeah. only reason I made that statement was I thought that these cats mm-hmm. were yes. going to show up. Right. And these dudes didn't show up in game one or two. Right. And then finally they go home and they play like they should be playing. Totally. I think this game, I think it should be fucking 2-1. The other way. Yeah, yeah. I think should it should be 2-1 the other way. T-Wolves. They had the opportunity to, to, to do it in game one. And it's not over, like you said. Yeah. But obviously, everybody has Houston, and I get it. I get why yeah. you got Houston. Yeah, but I mean, it it comes down to pretty much it comes down to 
Uh, if Houston's bench is hitting threes mm-hmm. at a high percentage, they're going to be really hard to beat. Bottom line, doesn't matter how your starters your starters are doing, doesn't matter how your bench is doing. If if uh, Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson and 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 uh, who's the jumper? My Ryan boy. ain't playing though. He is. He was play. He played last Did game. He, play last he played game? last game. Yeah. Um, Ryan Anderson and um, uh, Gerald Green. Gerald Green. Yeah. Uh, PJ Tucker. Those kind of guys. Yeah. If they're hitting threes. Anywhere between 35 and 40% on that bench. Yeah, you're, you're losing. You're probably going to lose that yep. game. Uh, and they didn't in game three. And then also Minnesota had a really good game overall. So I still think, especially at least game four, being it in Minnesota. Can I, we tie I it up? If, I, we t- if, if we tie it up, we right. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't if mean the to say wolves, that. If the T-Wolves if the, tie the, up. If the, if the T-Puppies yeah. tie it up. Uh-huh. Is is that going to be an issue for for Houston? I'm sure it'll put. We, we might get into a tight butthole situation. Yeah, tight butthole. Hashtag tight butthole. And we know that that Houston uh, does not like. They don't like tight. They don't holes. like to have a tight butthole. Mm-mm. So we'll see. I, I'm, I'm I'm definitely pulling for the for the T Wolves to right. win this game <laughs> and get this series going to a to a game seven kind of scenario, but. I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. They're really hard. The Rockets are really hard to beat. Uh, we're going to see where that's at. Yo, it's a follow through Eclipse and Drew. We're going to take a break. We're going to be right back. Stay tuned. You've seen them on social media. You've seen Clips and Drew wearing them. The Gold Net Basketball is the gold standard in basketball apparel. Go to their website, goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Type in Clips and Drew at checkout and get 15% off your entire purchase. Again, go to goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Type in Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. And you'll get 15% off your purchase. Enjoy. Yo, it's a follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. Episode 31. This is the Brent Berry, a.k.a. Bones episode. Uh Uh-huh. We are giving you the breakdown of the playoffs right now. It is Sunday night. It is Sunday night. What is it, like 9.30 right now? Yeah, 9.15. We purposely drank all day, watched every <laughs> single every single game. There's no way we could have gotten through without a little alcohol. Nah, dude. It, it's, it just it's is day. what it is. It's a long day. We're giving you guys the breakdown, the real breakdown about what the fuck's going on. Yeah, in our next series right now, we're going to jump right into the uh, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City. Love it. Thunder. Series. Love it, Drew. This is a really back and forth series, man. Uh, Utah's up right now 2-1. to one. <laughs> Can't believe it. They're going to be playing game four, I think, tomorrow mm-hmm. um, in, U- in Utah. And, uh, dude, Utah's looking really good. And, you know, the big three for OKC kind of left them hanging a little bit in that last game. Hey, yo. They were 0 for 14 in game three. Yeah. They were 0 for 14 in the fourth quarter, Drew. This is what everybody's been talking about. In the fourth about. quarter for field goals. Yes. That's unbelievable. The big three. I don't, the big three. They had two free throws. Yeah. But Paul George, excuse me, uh, playoff P. Playoff P. Mello and Mr. Triple Double Westbrook were 0 for fucking 14. Yeah. They didn't have it. They didn't have it in that fourth quarter, which is really, really kind of surprising. That shocks me, though, Drew. Think about that shit, dog. Yeah. 0 for 14. That means, A, you're settling for jumpers. Yeah. Russell can get to the fucking rack anytime he wants. Right. And you're telling me that out of these these three fucking players, that they're only going to get two free throws? Yeah. That's crazy. And so, so in game three, yeah. Ricky Rubio triple doubles. Yes. He has 11 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell has 11 rebounds. The two guards on the squad have 11 rebounds. Uh, Ricky Rubio 
is the first Utah Jazz player since John Stockton in the playoffs to have a triple double. Ricky Rubio. Rip Ricky fucking Rubio. Ricky has a triple double. Unbelievable. Right? What a performance uh, from that whole team. Honestly, though, everyone played well. That whole team has been exactly what got them to this playoffs. They've been executing team basketball. You know, the the, the one loss that they took. Uh, was was a was a pretty close game, but you know uh, Donovan got hurt, kind of a little bit banged up, and you know OKC had the momentum there at home, and they had the experience and all that. And I'm I you know this is what we kind of thought the pitfalls of OKC would be is like when it comes to clutch time, who's going to be the who's guy? Who's going to get the rock? Who's designated to be like I'm running this shit? Let me try and, and get this done. And then you know unfortunately in game three nobody got it done. Uh, I would be surprised. We we called you um, the, the OKC to win in five. Both right, of us had right. them winning in five. That's now impossible. They have to win in six. I'm done making picks. By the way, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done making picks. I'm done giving my giving my scenarios. Hey, we're not doing too bad though, honestly. Okay. Um, and then so I, you know, I am surprised at at how the Utah uh, team has been playing so well. Um, and obviously Donovan Mitchell is very impressive. Can we can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, because we we've said this the whole fucking year, Drew. Like, yo, Donovan Mitchell is the truth. Yeah, and I don't mean to. There's no disrespect to Paul Pierce right now, but yo, that kid is the truth. This yeah. dude is really ready to to run his basketball team. Yep. It's all about how you vibe with your squad. These motherfuckers. Yeah. Rubio, Mitchell, Ingles. They love each other. They all love these guys, right? They do. It's very true. It seems that way, at least. Like everyone's got mutual respect for one another. We haven't heard a peep about any kind of uh, altercations within uh, within the team. Anyone disliking anybody, and that's pretty rare in the NBA. You know, you have fifteen guys. Sometimes you have some big egos in those locker rooms. It is, and we and we've hated on Rubio. I at least have hated on Rubio Mm -hmm. for a long time. I just don't think he's been ready. The jumper isn't ready. Like it is what it is, Mm -hmm. and we forget. That like, yo, this dude's been a professional since he was 15 years old. Yeah. Okay. He's been ready. He's been waiting for the right situation. This team is the right situation. He triple doubled on Mister Triple Double. Yeah. And Mister Triple Double was not happy about yeah, it. Yeah. At the po- at the, uh, the post game conference. Uh, yeah. What did he say? He said, I, I, "I'm going to lock that shit up next time." I think he, that's what says he says in Game Four. Is it Game Four? Game Four is coming up. Game Four. He says he's going to lock Rubio up, and he's been bullying Rubio. I believe it too. I honestly you believe you think it. he's going to do that. I think if there's one person who's the ultimate competitor in this in, in this NBA, yeah. it's probably Russell Westbrook. That's so great. I would I would bet that if he doesn't slow him down, he's going to at least foul out. That's trying. great. But guess what? If your whole attention is on Ricky Rubio that's not good, to no. shut down, that's that's not right. That's true. That's that's the wrong focus. You need to focus on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. You need to focus on Joel. Joel. Joe Ingles. And Joel isn't backing down from anybody either. Joe. Joel. His name is Joe. Are you sure? Positive. Okay, whatever. His I want to call him Joe. Joe Ingles. He's Joel. To, he's Joel to me. <laughs> Either way, yeah, he's playing well. Um, are, do you think that Oklahoma City can still win this series? I think that Oklahoma City is going to lose this series. You do, yeah, because I think they're way too focused on other shit that's not important. Like, look, dude, mm-hmm. if your big three is going zero for fourteen in the fourth quarter in crunch time, but that's like the first time that. Okay, that's but it is what like, it is. It's the wrong time for it. They're to still that's losing. True. Yeah. So uh, I I still think Oklahoma City has what it takes to pull it out. I don't they know could. if they're going to be able to put it together. 
Uh, but the Laker fan in me desperately wants Utah to win this series <laughs> in the next two games and just have Paul George be like, you know what, this was the wrong move, clearly. Uh, Indiana looks like they might actually advance. Where was playoff the, P, the dude? Team, the team that he left may actually advance further than the team that he's currently on right now. And Where was that, playoff P, Drew? That's what I'm talking about. Right. It's like, yo. He, well, I, I think he had 23 points. Yeah, it is what it is, but you ain't winning. Right. So You uh, got a dude that averages a triple-double every single game, but you ain't winning. Right. Why the fuck aren't you winning? It's because you're not playing like a team, dude. Right. Yeah. And that's what everybody has said about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is a great player. He's an amazing talent. He's somebody that we're going to talk about to our grandchildren one day. Yeah. But can he make his teammates better and can they win games? Right. We're that, going to find out. We're going to find out in this next if Russell four West, games. If Russell Westbrook and the OKC Thunder lose to fucking Utah Jazz yes. in the first round, shit's, shit's going to get crazy for him. I agree. He's going to be on the same level of, uh, as Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the same level as his teammate Carmelo Anthony. No, I mean, but he's made it to a finals, and he's made it to the East, yeah. to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, right. You know, like so he's right. he's actually had some really good success. Granted, it was with you know, uh, you know the finals appearance was with Kevin Durant and James Harden, right? Um, and then you know he, he's he's really trying to forge his own way without KD, and and he's having a bit of a struggle when it comes to the shit that matters. But he's not a real point guard, dog. Right. You look at the Pelicans and you look at Drew Holiday and you look at Rajon Rondo. These guys are real point guards that run the fucking show. And mind you, and I don't mean to get back on the Pelicans, but Drew Holiday has been playing point guard his whole career and now you're, you're realizing that he's not a true point guard. No, he's a two. He's a two. Yeah. And he plays way better at a two. It's kind of like when Tim Duncan was playing center. Like, yo, he's not a center. Do you think Russell would be better as a two? I think Russell, of course. If you bring in like somebody like yes. a, like a Rubio, yes, you think he would be operating a, at a higher level? A thousand percent. I don't think he would get the assist numbers. So. Yeah, but it's not about numbers; it's about winning. I this s- is the issue. Dude. I still think that he has to be the point guard because he's so ball. But he's not a real point he guard. Ha- Drew. But my point is, you have to have him play that position because he he doesn't really do much without the ball in his hands. Yeah, he's he's, he's not an off the ball. You're right. Player. He's not like JJ Redick. He's not like fucking exactly. Ray. Allen was. He's not. I get it. So I think because he he's so ball dominant, it would be tough to bring in another point. But guard. if you had a point guard running the show that draws attention to you, mm-hmm. that you need to guard, like a Rajon Rondo, mm-hmm. like a Chris Paul, that kind of shit really opens up everything that you're doing. All right. So that kind of wraps it up for that series. I, I, Let's it's move wide, on. It's wide open. Uh, that series could go literally either way. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see either t- either team come out of there. Um, game four should be tomorrow. Should be a really exciting game. Uh, the next series we want to talk about is going to be the Toronto Raptors against the Washington Wizards, which is obviously you're not your favorite playoff series. series even though it. the Wizards tied it up today, it's two yeah. two. Yeah, uh, they're going to go back to Toronto, back to the six uh, for game five. Mm. Um, the way that Washington is playing at home is. Pretty, it's pretty tough. That's man. how you should play at home, though, Drew. I agree. You got to protect home court. Do they did. At, they did. They won. Yeah, back they to did. That's what home. you should do. Yeah. You need to protect your floor. Yes. And it was still a close game, regardless. All, I think all four. I mean, game two was a little out of hand, but all four games have been real physical. Mm. Um, all four games have been really, like, really, really close. John Wall today was was pretty special. Bradley Beal had an amazing game today. I think he dropped, you know, 31 points and fouled out. John Wall had like 26. Bullshit foul, too. Uh, yeah, his last foul was, was rough. Bullshit. Um, and then, I mean, 
you know, DeMar DeRozan is still doing his thing. I think he had like 33 or 35 points tonight, which is unbelievable. DeMar is special, dog. Um, you know, it, he's special. John Wall right now is winning the one-on-one matchup statistically against Kyle Lowry, I think, uh, in, at least in the last two games for sure. For sure. Uh, but I think, you know, when it comes to who wants to win this, who's going to win this series, I, I honestly do think that home court advantage is really going to take a, a big effect. It, it's... It seems like Toronto is fated to, to end up in a game seven in this series and then have to pull it out at home in, in the last game. Um, and I think, you know, this is just such a tough matchup for a one seed to have against an eight seed like Washington. Um, do you, I know you don't really, you don't have too much to say about this because you, you just don't really like either no, team. No, I, I mean, dude, I'm watching all of it. It's, oh, just, no, of course. it's just boring to me. Like, yeah. You know, I love John Wall. I love DeMar DeRozan. I love Kyle Lowry. I love Bradley Beal. It's just, I'm just not feeling it, dude. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. I don't think Washington has um, what it takes. I think when they go back to Toronto, it's going to be a wrap. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think I think it, I think it'll go seven, though, right? You think it's going to go seven? I could definitely. Yeah. Um, I I think the reason that you might be bored, and I think you know why a lot of people are are, are maybe not super interested in this series, is because. It really feels like neither of these teams has what it takes to actually win a title. They're not going to. Neither you know, one of them. You know, and I, I'm, but, on, I'm on board with that. Yeah, but I also made the predicament that, or the prediction, excuse me, mm-hmm. not predicament. Mm-hmm. I said that, you know, I see the vibe with Lowry and DeRozan. I see the vibe. Yeah. Like, it took them they a like while. Each other. They, they like love each other. each other. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's part of winning a title and building a team. Like, you have to have this relationship. Your two best players need to be on the same page. When Shaq and Kobe were on the same page, you're winning titles. When Michael and Pippen are, are on the same page, you're winning titles. Yeah. When Magic and Kareem are on the same page, you're winning titles. You have to be on the same page and trust each other. Right. And I see a vibe that these guys have that I don't see in OKC. Right. I don't see in Portland. Yeah. You know, I think if they're not, if it's not this year, they're literally one person away. They've from, been yeah, they've been building to this for several seasons they have. now. You know, that you could probably say it's like the last five years they've been building for this exact right. year in this moment. Right. And it just I mean, for whatever reasons, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just biased in my brain about this team because I'm so used to seeing them lose. Yeah. In you know the next round of the playoffs, that maybe I'm just I, I'm just you know believing in the past and not seeing what's actually in front of you me. You know what's crazy though, Drew, uh, is is we talk about this like Kawhi's on the market, right? Yeah. And if you literally insert Kawhi into any of these teams, you insert Kawhi into the Raptors right now. Yeah. They're literally championship, yeah. championship bound. You know what I mean? They're one player away. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Toronto has enough to win the championship? Nah, I don't. But right. I think that I think it's really soon, dude. I well, think it's soon. It's either soon or never. You know, like yeah. they, they are kind of running on that that uh, stop clock that we mm-hmm. all kind of have. Every franchise has. They're going to eventually hit the reset button. Yeah. It just keeps having these results. Uh, I don't think that's anytime soon necessarily because they are doing quite well. Um, I do think that they're going to come out of the series, and it is possible that they actually don't have to play their biggest nemesis, LeBron James, in the next series that we get into. Because I want to talk about the Cavs. Let's and the Pacers. go. Let's go. That series. Let's go. Just finished. We just wrapped that game. Two two. It is two two. Cleveland yeah. Pulled out a tight one in uh, Indiana. They're going to go home. This series has been kind of up and down. Like you know, this game. Today was pretty close. I think, you know, the Pacers lost by six or something like that. Uh, but this series has been really, really kind of even, don't you think? I mean, Oladipo's uh, killing it. LeBron James is having a, you know, a really good series. 
um, it really seems to be coming down to cap the Cavaliers three point shooting. As it seems to be the, the, the major X factor. It's coming down to like it's it's obvious LeBron has to do everything. Right. It's obvious. Yeah. He doesn't have a team full of uh, veterans that can, you know, that he can rely on. It's literally LeBron or bust. Yeah. In this series. Yeah. And Kyle Korver's obviously had a big impact in the game. He that did he's tonight. In. Yeah. Exactly. He and, did tonight, and that's what he needs. I mean, the one thing that. You know, when they, when the Cavs did this whole roster shakeup, they didn't really seem to get any knockdown shooters out of it. You know, Rodney Hood's a pretty good shooter. Yeah, he's having his best three point, uh, shooting season this year, but he's not what you would say no. is like a conventional knockdown three point shooter. And that's why, you know, when Kevin Love hits threes and Kyle Corver's on his game, the Cavs still look really dangerous yeah. because LeBron does all of the rest of it, you know? He has to do the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm telling you right now, I called this game to be a, t- this series to be a really tight series. You the did. Pacers have uh, come out and done exactly what I expected them to do. Um, I still think there's a good chance that the, the Pacers come out with this, with this series, but more likely than not, you know, as we go into the, now it's going to be a, you know, it's down to, you know, games five, six, and seven. <laughs> this is when LeBron, really, you know, steps up. And, he loves this shit. And, you know, him and Lance Stevenson go at it all the time. LeBron's got two inches and, and probably 20 pounds on the guy, and he knows how to how to <laughs> handle him. It's not an issue. Don't so. ever compare Lance Stevenson to LeBron James, ever. I get it. Like, it's a good... It's well, I'm not comparing like, them to each other. They're I know, but each other it's kind of like how everybody was saying, like, Ruben Patterson was the... Was the Kobe, the yeah. Kobe stopper. The yeah. Kobe stopper. Yeah. He's not. Please. And, and nobody's stopping LeBron. Yeah. Okay? I get it. Like, you give him a hard time sometimes. Right. But there's also times where LeBron makes you look like a fucking rag doll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're going to see what LeBron's made of. Like I said, Drew, if LeBron loses this series, yeah. it's going to shake up the whole NBA because LeBron's going somewhere else. Right. I think that's true. I think if the Cavs don't get out of the first round, you could pretty much kiss LeBron goodbye. Kiss LeBron goodbye. Yes. He goes to Eastern Conference Finals, he might think about it because they got a draft stay. pick. You right. know what I mean? There yeah. might be Kawhi again. We're going to bring up the Kawhi fucking factor, right. and it is what it is. Right. But you got uh, Cleveland got winning? I st- yeah, I still think Cleveland's going to win in yeah, seven. Yeah, me too. I think it's, yeah, it's going to come down to a game seven, and me the too. fact that Cleveland has home court advantage is huge right. in this series. Um, especially with a you know kind of inexperienced team you, like Indiana, you see how important home court is. Like going yeah. into the Boston Milwaukee series, that's perfect because that's exactly because we're going to go we're into talk, that. We're talking about it's that so thing. important to have home court. This series has been nuts. Oh my god, um, best series around. I it's I probably it, this is my second favorite series because of the excitement and like. Giannis will just dunk on somebody, or Terry Rozier will break an ankle and pull up for a three. Like there's, there's just been really epic plays that have happened game mm-hmm. in and game out, quarter in and quarter out of these of this series, and it's all tied up, man. The Bucks came home and swept them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston looked like an entirely different team completely yep. until maybe that that fourth quarter in this last game where they actually started to pull it together and they mm-hmm. made a run uh, down twenty and they came back and, and, and almost won the game. Tatum is going to have to, and, and Tatum and Jalen Brown are really going to have to be um, huge in these and next three games in order for them to win. And they're so young, though, Drew. Right, they're That's 20 like, and 21 years right. old. So, like, what do you expect out of these guys? Like, look, right. their their stock is huge right now. Yes. And and we have both talked about this. Like, Al Horford, to me, like, I've watched Al Horford his whole career. I'm, I've never been a fan of Al Horford. Same. But then watching him every game and you're like, wow, this dude is literally – I get it. He's really kind of what what makes this team go. Yeah, I get it. And he's, He he's plays a, defense. He takes yeah. the right shots. 
You know, he can pass the ball. Like, I get it. Yeah, he and, added that three-pointer to his yeah. game. Yeah. And that's really, really big when he's able to step out and hit, like, a dead, dead-on dead three-pointer. Like, and then you look at Jalen Brown and, and Tatum, and you're like, yo, these are kids, dog. And they're out there doing they're the They're kids thing. doing the fucking thing. And, yeah. let's, you know, let, let's talk about Terry Rozier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, they have such a good fucking team. They if do. they have Kyrie... And Gordon, and, Hayward. and Gordon Hayward, unbelievable! Like they're they're a force to be reckoned with. Marcus Smart still not Marcus playing. Smart, who will possibly be back yeah, second everyone, round if they make it. Everyone's saying he might make a comeback for the second. But then round. let's talk about let's talk about Milwaukee. Yeah, because this is our team too. We really like Milwaukee. We thought Milwaukee was going to take care of business in the series. We thought we thought they're playing now. The last two games they're playing like what we expected them to play like this whole series. But we long. weren't expecting Thawne Maker to have five blocks. Thawne we weren't Maker, expecting dude. Jabari Parker to have 17 points. We weren't expecting guys. Jabari's listen, really good. Watch Jabari Parker. That there guy. is a reason why this motherfucker was a lottery pick. Yeah, dude. He's This he's, guy is good. He's special. Yeah, he's special. He's special. He's special. He's one of those dudes and we don't say that a lot about people. No, he is special. He's special. Even with two two ACLs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, on the same knee, he's still dunking on people. Yes, like, he's still explosive and quick as fuck. Yeah, man, he's he's very impressive. That dude, I uh, you know, someone's gonna get him. It's probably not gonna be Milwaukee. He's a free agent. Someone's gonna get him, and they're gonna be very very happy. And Thawne Maker, Drew. So like, yeah, he's he came out of nowhere. Like I don't even think he got that many minutes in the regular season. Um, and then he, I think Prunty, the as we know now, is the head coach of the Bucks. Uh, he decided to go, hey, man, let, let's see if, if this kid can sh- shake it up a little bit. Right. And he's just blocking shots left and Beating right. Beating shit up, bro. He can knock down. Beating it up. He can knock down a catch and shoot three. Um, and he's getting the crowd into it, which I think was fucking awesome yeah. to see that. And um, Look at that lineup, though, that dude. That kid think, is talented. Think about this. You yeah. got Giannis. Mm-hmm. You got Thawne. Yep. You got Jabari. Yep. Those are three really long dudes. And then you have uh, Chris Middleton, who's like 6'9". Middleton, nine who's 6'9", yeah. who can shoot the fucking rock. At the two. Right. <laughs> and then you got Bledsoe. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, give, give me weights, Bledsoe. Jeez, yeah. Steroids, Bledsoe. Steroid, Bledsoe. Man, that, that dude is... He's he's big. Adela Vadova, he's having himself a really quiet, nice series. Uh, he's coming off the bench and... Affecting Terry Rozier, yes, and affecting Shane Larkin, as you as you would expect from a guy like Delhi, like who earned his reputation as being like a kind of almost like a dirty defensive. He gives player. it a hundred percent every time. <laughs> yeah, he's though. gonna elbow you in the nuts if he can. He's, he's Don't pulling. you see that from all the Milwaukee guys though? Right now, I, I know it took Bledsoe like a minute. The defensive defensively pressure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the thing that when you have when confidence. In the fact that someone's going to be at the rim to at least contest a shot every mm. time, mm. like Thon Maker yeah. has been doing, yeah. you 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 get that freedom to get a little bit closer to your man right. as you're defending him on ball. Because yeah, he might go around you, but Thon's about to send that shit. Into we the got Thon and Giannis waiting yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Thon Maker, welcome to the NBA. Kid. So who you got, Drew? It's um, ball, it's it's a I'm tied still, series. I'm still going to go with the Bucks, man. Ser- Everything yeah, me that they just did, mm-hmm. it, it, you know. In these last two games, if they can keep doing that, they could win the next two and just be done. Right. Uh, I do think you know Boston having home court advantage is actually going to come into play. So I I still think the Bucks might pull it out in in six or seven. That's my that's my takeaway. What do you do you think is going to? I I love the way the Bucks are playing right now. They're, they're playing take, great. They're taking care of the the Celtics. Yeah, they're and even we're, we're even saying this, and and Boston had a shot with you know time running out to tie the game and send it to overtime. They did. So, like, even though we're talking about how well the Milwaukee Bucks have been playing, this series is neck and neck. And that's crazy 
because Boston doesn't have their two best they players. They don't. They don't. It's unbelievable. But that's so, what that's where it comes down to coaching, too, yeah, dude. Yeah, I agree. You, you use what the fuck you got. Pronti stepped up huge in the last two games, so if he can keep that momentum I'm talking going, about Stevens, though. I'm but talking no, about... No, no, I mean, I'm assuming that everyone knows Brad Stevens is a gifted right. coach. I'm assuming that fact okay. because... He, the, there's no way Boston is even here at this moment in time without Brad, without him right. implementing a system and picking the players that he can grab that are not stars and put him in, plug him in positions right. for them to succeed. Hey, Morris, and they're succeeding. Let's let's talk about it real real quick. We're gonna end this really fast, okay. but I'm super impressed with Horford. With Morris, mm-hmm. these guys have been playing their asses off. Yeah, Greg Monroe's putting in a shift. Monroe on both sides of the ball, dog. Baines. Offensive deep. Baines too. Like, look, yeah, Baines got his ass banged. Oh my on. god, that's a he poster. Dunk of the week. That's that may be dunk of the year. Yeah, but guess what, dude? You want the center to go up and yeah. challenge it and 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 do it again. It's yeah, and keep going immediately next time down the floor. Do it. Patrick again. Ewing got banged on more than anybody in the fucking <laughs> NBA. Sean Bradley and him Sean Bradley and 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 Dikembe and Patrick Ewing. Yao all got Yao got banged on too. <laughs> but that's you, what you want. You're absolutely right. Totally, you want that guy to be there to because he will block a shot. Yes, it is what it is. So I'm I'm still taking the Bucks in seven. Dog. Yeah, I recently found out that I'm nine percent Greek. Drew did. Uh, so I'm, I have to. I buy by blood at this point. I, I have to root for the the Greek freak Giannis. Giannis, Giannis and Drew are officially like step brothers. Oh, dude! Close. I already DM'd him. I said, dude, we're definitely cousins. Um, we're gonna have some lamb uzo. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be chilling for sure. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the Greek Isles this summer this off season. So hey, yo! It's a follow through with Clips and Drew. This is the playoff breakdown. We're gonna bring it back at you next week. Next week. Hit us on the Twitter, at Clips and Drew. Yep. Hit us on the Instagram, at Clips and Drew. Mm-hmm. But from here on out, we're ghosts. Later. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Gluteus. I 